Congregation of the Grave, where does our help come from? Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Our help is in the name of Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Today, I want to do something which we call um, stuff from the cutting room floor. I want to expand on what I preached on last Sunday, things that I would have liked to have said but didn't get to say. So on Sunday, you may remember, um, I talked about heaven and how I thought it was important for us Christians to have a lively view of heaven and the second coming. Because seeing Jesus on his throne and having the certainty of his return to make everything right helps us be persistent in our great acts of sacrifice and justice and righteousness. We know that they are meaningful, that they will will add up to something. And that's true. But what I wish I could have also said is that it's not just our big acts of justice and righteousness and sacrifice that benefit from a heavenward look. It's also our life's small joys. And, And here's what I mean by that. So one of the best pictures of what heaven will be like. And I don't think it's a camcorder view, but it, it's, it's, a good, it's as good a picture as we have in Scripture, Revelation 21 and 22. And what you have is the new Jerusalem coming down from heaven and, and filling the earth. And the picture of what it'll be like in that holy city is, is sort of like a picture of a regular city, like our city, only redeemed. There are gates in the city, and there are streets, and there's a river, And it's got trees beside it. There's culture in the city. The kings of the earth bring their splendor. So the, the, the good things of the earth are all present in this city. So as you imagine the New Jerusalem, based on Revelation 21 and 22, you can imagine people walking beside the river and having picnics on the grass and maybe a pickup soccer game over there. The new Jerusalem will not be one long worship service or heavens preserve us one long sermon. The heavenly places will be full of all kinds of small joyful pleasures. There will be picnics and parties. There will be gardening and golf. There will be bagpipes and baseball and poetry and ping pong. All these small joys of life will be in that heavenly place. And what that means is it gives dignity and importance to the small things of life that we do here and now. C.S. Lewis uh, is famous for saying that joy is the serious business of heaven. And what he means by that is that it is our acts of creativity and play, our exuberant acts that most anticipate what heaven will be like what the joys of heaven will be like. It's the joy of our play and these small human pleasures that best anticipates the final joy of heaven. And let me just read a quote where he says this. He says, while we are in this valley of tears, cursed with labor, hemmed round with necessities, tripped up with frustrations, anxieties, certain qualities that must belong to heaven to the celestial condition, have no chance to get through. When we're covered with anxieties, we, 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 we can't quite feel the joys of heaven. They don't show themselves, except in activities which for us here and now are playful and frivolous. This is our end, to be utterly spontaneous. Our end 
is the complete reconciliation of boundless freedom with order. How can you find any image of this in the serious activities of life? It is only in our hours off, only in our moments of play and festivity that we find an analogy. Joy is the serious business of heaven. It's not just in our great acts of sacrifice and justice and righteousness that God is glorified and heaven is anticipated. It's in our play. God can be glorified and God can delight in a really great picnic with family or in a nice pickup basketball game. Heaven is anticipated in the small things of life. Our whole life, not just when we're here in church or doing great sacrificial things out there, our whole life can be an offering of joy to our God. So my friends, may the peace of Christ go with you wherever you may be. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he fill you with thanksgiving and joy at the wonders he has shown you. And may he bring you home rejoicing face to face again once more. Amen.